Today, I want to take you behind the scenes of my coaching practice and introduce you to my proprietary APS method. I'll tell you all about it and I'll share with you why I think this is the fastest and easiest path to developing strong leadership skills so that your team members, your direct reports, respect and like you and your peers are looking to you with admiration. Here's the question. How do you successfully transition into your first official leadership role, build the confidence and competence to lead your team effectively and establish yourself as a respected and trusted leader across the organization? That's the question and this show provides the answers. Welcome to the Manager Track Podcast. I'm your host, Ramona Shaw, and I'm on a mission to create workplaces where work is not seen as a source of stress, but as a source of contribution, connection, and fulfillment. And this transition starts with developing a new generation of leaders. I'm a leadership coach, a mom of three, a coffee lover, and a travel enthusiast. Stick around because in this show, you'll learn how to think, communicate, and act to become a confident, high-performing leader people love to work with. Let's go. Welcome to this episode of the Manager Track Podcast. This is kind of a special one because I want to share with you my APS method, which is the way that I develop leaders. And I will tell you a little bit more about how I developed this method and how knowing about this method can help you become a better leader. Now, if you want to go deeper and actually see more examples and so forth, then I suggest that you check out my free training, which you can access at RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass. And I'll make sure to link that in the show notes as well. So let's go back a few years. When I was first introduced to this whole field of leadership development, I was still in a leadership role in an organization at the time. And I started to learn about leadership development and start to try to apply things in my role. I started to learn about, absorb, sign up for workshops and trainings and anything that I could get my hands on, I would do in order to become a better leader. And in the process, this passion for the field and seeing the impact in my own life sparked my passion, my interest in the field, which ultimately led me to decide that I wanted to build my own leadership development practice and leave the field of private equity and finance. Now, in the beginning, after getting certified as a professional coach, I want to say I was probably a fairly typical leadership coach. My approach to coaching was generally to find a good balance between asking challenging questions that were thought-provoking, but also stepping in and giving clear suggestions and advice and pointing out things that I noticed in our conversation and thought would get in the way of my clients becoming stronger leaders. So that middle ground was my approach and by the way is to this day. But beyond that, I was pretty much a typical leadership coach. Now, over the years, researching and studying this field and seeing what helps my clients achieve results and what doesn't, I continue to fine-tune my methodology and develop programs such as the Leadership Accelerator for New Managers that allow people to come in and get a highly effective training to create notable results fast. 
And in this process, what became pretty clear is what this industry is actually missing. Not only are so many new managers thrown into their first leadership role with a sink or swim approach, which is ridiculous and sets new managers up to fail. A study by CEB, which is now Gartner, and that's just one of many, confirms that 60% of new managers fail within their first two years on the job. It's ridiculous that we to this day still promote people into leadership roles for the first time without giving them the training. It's like putting someone who's never been on skis on the top of a mountain. And by the way, if you're leading your former peers or have any other specific challenges on top of just the fact that you're leading for the first time, then the slope you're about to go down is a black or a diamond slope. So now you're standing on top of there, never been on skis, and I'm asking you to get to the bottom of the hill. Well, not only is it very likely that you get injured and you fall down and you hurt yourself along the way, you're also doing it really ineffectively when you're not on your butt. And there's also high chance that you bump into other people that are trying to get down the slope because they can't predict what you're doing because you're not looking. And that's the same risk when you're in a new manager role and you've never received any proper leadership training. You're leading ineffectively, you're hurting yourself and your reputation, and you're hurting your team's effectiveness and likely impact them on an emotional and mental level as well by creating unnecessary stress, frustration, and uncertainty along the way. So while a big part of my mission is to raise awareness of this topic and make sure that new managers get the training in their first few months on the job, just like you would get ski lessons before you get up there and trying to ski down a steep hill. And in addition to that, what I also realized that these one-off events, these workshops or seminars that people go to and and HR departments spend thousands and thousands of dollars on a two-day seminar. And in addition, I'm also highly passionate about raising the awareness of the ineffectiveness of leadership development initiatives that are currently present and widespread in organizations. This includes when people say, you know what, here's a LinkedIn course that you could absorb. Well, a LinkedIn course, just like podcasts and books are great. Yes, do it, but they're not sufficient. It's not nearly enough because you have no personalized support and no help in actually taking what you learn from the book or the course and implementing it yourself and having someone answer your specific questions as you're trying to implement it. Now, the second most common leadership development initiatives involve one-off workshops, like a 90-minute workshop or then a two-day seminar. Now, those one-off events have a very low knowledge retention rate, and we know that behaviors don't change. Yes, you leave that seminar or event inspired, excited, you can't wait to start implementing and make changes in your leadership habits and practices, but then the forgetting curve will kick in because likely you were flooded with new information during this process. And now a week later, you actually only retain about 10% of information. And because behavior is hard to change, there's no accountability, there's no support, there's no follow-up to help you actually make the changes that you were so inspired to do. If you're anything like me or my clients, then you have been there before and you know how hard it is to truly change your behaviors and do so in a sustainable way after one-off event. So 
So before I even dive into my APS method, this is important to highlight. Mistakes that I see most often in this field is that new managers are thrown in with a sink or swim approach. And then number two is that the leadership development initiatives are one-off events or are courses and trainings that have zero personalized support attached to it. So I was very deliberate and conscious when I developed my programs, specifically the Leadership Accelerator program, to make this a 12-week program that spreads out the information so that significantly more knowledge can be retained over time, but also that you have a chance to apply what you learned every single week, and then you have the personalized support along the way through our coaching calls to help you address challenges and be inspired by actions and lessons learned by others in the group. So if you find yourself in a situation where you either got no training or you got one-off training or unsupported training, then yes, you can ask your manager or you can address this with your HR department in the organization to ask for a proper training. And I recommend that you do. At the same time, this is about you. This is about your career. So take charge. Don't wait for someone to deliver these trainings on a silver platter. It's about you being effective, you building your reputation and your track record. So don't hesitate to invest in yourself if your career and your leadership development are one of your top priorities right now. It's absolutely the smartest choice to make that investment in yourself because your ROI by getting promotions, new opportunities, bonuses and so forth will be significantly larger than you what you would spend on a proper leadership program as the leadership accelerator. Now, the next part of this podcast, I want to talk about the APS method, which again comes from looking at the field and seeing what's working and what isn't working and filling the gap. One of the things that I noticed fairly early on is that a lot of new manager trainings and leadership development programs are all about sharing information and best practices, such as what's the framework to give feedback? How do you better delegate? How do you coach as a leader? Now, those are all really, really important skills to develop and frameworks to learn, but they have to come on the heels of developing strong self-awareness and solid understanding of those around you. This is when we look at the iceberg, the behaviors, the things that you actually do that's the top of the iceberg, and awareness building is part of the bottom of the iceberg that's bigger and has the job of carrying the top of the iceberg, right? There wouldn't be a top if there wasn't the bottom. In fact, there's now solid research out there that confirms the importance of building awareness. I'm going to quote here Cornell University that collaborated with Green Peak Partners in a study. And they said, leadership searches give short shrift to self-awareness, which should actually be a top criteria. A high self-awareness score was the strongest predictor of overall success. And then another quote from a study conducted by Corn Ferry and David Sass and Dana Landis is high levels of self-awareness long acknowledged as contributing to individual effectiveness and good leadership also correlates with corporate performance, specifically financial performance. Yet despite us knowing this, so many leadership development programs, especially for new managers, completely ignore this aspect of developing awareness. So the A in my APS method stands for building awareness. And that includes the awareness of yourself. So getting to know yourself better. That includes your preferences, your natural style, your strength, your overdone strength, how you react in conflict and the emotions that drive you or even beliefs that help you or get in the way of your effectiveness. 
It also includes team awareness. So better understanding the people around you because you as a leader will have to flex your style. Not everyone on your team needs you the same way. And they definitely don't all want to be led the way that you want to be led. And a natural thing for us to do is to do what we think we would want our leaders to do, right? So we would naturally lead in a way that we want to be led. But that's not what your team thinks. They all want to be led a different way. And it's really important for you to figure out what are their preferences? What's their natural style? What are their strengths and their overdone strength? And how can I approach my style to be more effective in the relationship with my directs? The same applies to your stakeholders. Okay, so that's the A in the APS method. Now the P in the APS method, that stands for principles. And I'm specifically referring to principles and not competencies because I'm passionately against those competency frameworks. Now they're generally good if you're looking at who do we want to hire and what is important to us. But giving a leader a set of competencies is really hard to make it actionable because in most cases, competencies are not actionable and without additional context and making them situational, it's really hard to understand how do I develop this competence, which is actually an end result. But what's at the start? That's the question. What is the fuel, the gas that I need to put into my car in order to get to the destination? that destination being the competency. The principles, on the other hand, are like the fuel that will go into your car. It'll be the thing that will guide your actions. It will help you make decisions. It will help you show up day in and day out and focus on the right things in order for you to develop the ankle, those competencies. So the principles are also part of what's below the water surface and make up the bottom of the iceberg together with your awareness of things. The principles include things such as, I always act with integrity or I will extend trust first. No one has to earn trust. It could also be, I always assume positive intent. It could be that the people first kind of approach that we've often heard heard people reference over the course of the last year and a half and we dealt with COVID. Those principles make up your leadership philosophy. It's kind of like, what do you live by? What do you lead by? Like the 10 commandments. And we see that successful leaders who write books, for example, they reference their principles and their leadership philosophy all the time. Yet when I go out and when I talk to organizations and I speak to a range of different leaders across the ranks, more often than not, the leaders that I talk to don't have a philosophy. They don't have their set of principles that guide their actions everything is reactive or is up for debate and the problem with this is not only is it making it harder on them to lead but it's also harder on everyone else if your leader has clear principles a clear philosophy then things don't come as a surprise to you as another example when you think of a highly successful organization with a very engaged workforce you wouldn't be surprised that they have very strong and clear company values that they live by right it's the same thing when it comes to your leadership approach. What are the values? And on top of that, what are the principles that make up your leadership philosophy? Hugely important, yet so often completely overlooked. And the beauty of developing these principles early on is not to say that they're going to be set in stone. They will evolve over time. They should evolve over time as your role and your responsibilities evolve. But 
once you have them, they will guide your leadership approach and they will make it more fulfilling and easier to lead because your decisions will always be based on those principles. They will also make it easier to not only be decisive, but also to be courageous and bold and confident in your approach because you've predefined what the right thing is to do. So for you to follow through on something that feels uncomfortable, but you know is the right thing, because again, you're clear on that is so much easier than if you're wishy-washy or not clear what's the right thing to do and then your fear will kick in which your brain will naturally do it will tell you all the things and why you shouldn't do the thing that's uncomfortable or scary and then you might backtrack but once you got clear on the principles that you want to honor and you keep them in arm's length every time that you have to do something that's uncomfortable awkward or challenging you will feel so much more confident in executing it when you have those principles defined. So that's a catalyst to leadership growth. Now, the last part in the APS method is the S, and the S stands for system. Your leadership system now includes all the tools, the frameworks, the best practices, the routines, the habits, the top of the iceberg, that the visible observable behaviors. That can certainly not be ignored, especially for new managers. Developing strong skills and implementing effective routines and practices in your as part of your leadership system is huge. And once you have your leadership system, you can use a plug and play approach almost. Let's say you're going to take over a new team or you switch roles. That system and how you do things, including how you run one-on-one meetings, how often you have them, how you address feedback, how often you praise and recognize people, how you run your team meetings, how you communicate with your team, how you coach your team. Anywhere you go in the future, you take that system and you apply it in the next role. Just with principles, your system will also evolve and will have to adapt to a certain degree. But that's so easy to do once you've defined your leadership system. So let me quickly recap this. The A stands for awareness. The P stands for principles. The S stands for system. Awareness comes first. Then you develop your principles. And on top of that, you define your leadership system. With that in place, you have everything that you need in order to navigate challenges Build strong relationships with the team. Manage performance. Motivate your team members, even if you can't financially reward them or promote them any further. You will feel more confident. You will know yourself better, including your emotional triggers, and therefore intervene faster so that you can stay cool, calm, and collected amidst chaos or stressful situations. It will become easier to see setbacks as setups for future success, for you to take in feedback and leverage it because it will help you increase your self-awareness. It will help you optimize your principles and fine-tune your system. It literally carries you in your leadership role. So the APS method is my proprietary approach to helping new managers set up for success out of the gate and helping mid-level managers prepare themselves for the next level. So that a promotion is inevitable. I'm super passionate about this, particularly because I see how much time, money and effort is being wasted in the leadership development space because either the format doesn't create lasting results or because key pillars such as awareness or principles are left out and the program purely focuses on the observable behaviors, which is short-sighted, in my opinion. If this sounded interesting and you want to learn more, there are two ways to do this. Head on over to RamonaShaw.com forward slash 
masterclass to check out the free training and I'll walk you through the APS method and you'll see specific examples of how it helped coaching clients in their leadership approach. The second way to learn more about this is to schedule a call with me directly. We'll talk about your current situation and where you want to go and what the strategy will be for you to get from here to there. You can do this by heading over to ramonashaw.com forward slash apply to schedule a call. All links will be in the show notes. Now, if you found this episode interesting, it's a bit different than what I usually talk about. And you think another friend, a colleague who's also a leader or someone in HR who's interested in leadership development initiatives should hear about this, please do pass it along. It's so important that we fill these gaps collectively in the leadership development space and we create the change needed in order for new managers to be set up for success so that not nearly 60% of them fail but maybe a meager 5% will fail and 95% of new managers will succeed out of the gate so by passing on this episode and spreading the message you will help create this change thank you so much for listening all the way to the end I'll be back next week with another episode of the manager track podcast I'll talk to you then if you love this show then you love even more my free training for new managers If you haven't watched this training yet, then I'll strongly encourage you to sign up at RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass. You'll discover the key shifts you'll need to make as a new manager and the number one most common mistake to avoid. Plus, you'll walk away with actionable tips that you can apply in your role right away. Go to RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass to sign up.